This is a presentation of DSP Media. Welcome to the Fitness Zone. We have a great, great episode for you guys today. We have a special guest, um, someone I know very well. And uh, yes, it's a, it's a she, and she's a fitness fanatic. A lot of credits. We're going to get into that. As always, I'm one of your hosts. I am Tyson Pfeiffer. And who's with me today? This is Chris Ombi with Fit Over 40 Dallas. I'm just waiting for someday you give a fake name out <laughs> since people can't see us yet. That you're like, hey, my name is uh, Reggie this Bush. Is- this is Jonathan Bush with the. Yeah. <laughs> That's your weekend uh, job name. So we got a great guest here today. Excited to have this episode. We have the fabulous Kimberly Castle with us here today. Um, they, yeah, applause, applause break from the audience in the back. Uh, Kimberly Castle, pageant title holder, Miss Canada Globe, Miss Texas Globe, Oxygen Fitness Cover, MPC competitor. The list goes on and on. We'll let her talk about. We'll let her talk about some of this stuff. But please welcome to the program, to the podcast, one more time. Get your hands together. Make some noise, Kimberly Castle. Kimberly. Hello. Happy to be here with you guys. Awesome, Kim. So just let's just start off. Tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of on the fitness side, and also what you do for, uh, as they like to say, real work. Um, let's start off. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, fitness background, things you do, and what you do for, as they always ask, what's your real job? Uh, I get asked, yeah, I get asked that all the time. You're a comedian, but what's your real job? What's your day job? What's what's your day job? (laughs) So I uh, currently live in Fort Worth, Texas at this point. Um, I've been uh, living in the U.S. for 17 years. I'm actually born and raised in Canada. Yes. Um, Migrated south to get to the warmer temperatures. Um, I grew up, as I mentioned, in Canada, and I was really active as a kid. I was um, involved in any sport possible. So I played baseball as a kid, volleyball, basketball, I ran track, I did mountain biking, whatever I could really do to stay active. Um, In my early 30s, when I was just starting sort of working in the corporate world, I really became like a cardio queen and would just like go to the gym and run on a treadmill. But was also traveling 90% of my time and eating in restaurants, um, meeting with executives, drinking way too much and gained a ton of weight. And so when I was turning 30, I had made this big declaration that I was going to get in the best shape of my life. And so that sort of took my life on a whole different fitness journey. Um, Since then, I've been involved in the fitness industry, doing fitness competitions, beauty pageants, coaching women on body image. Um, And so that's sort of the fitness side. My Um, day. Yeah, just go back ahead. It up, just back it up real quick. So what was, because uh, we talked about this in this podcast a little bit, what was the trigger for you to just say, hey, I am going to get healthy? What was, what flipped that switch for you? I was turning 30 and I was fat. So just, <laughs> just the number, seeing the number. Literally. I yeah. was, I had always, I was always really fit and active, but my body never really looked the way that I wanted it to look. And so I started working out with a trainer and he actually had said, you should think about competing. And I thought he was insane because I was 
<laughs> literally was like, I'm not going to follow that diet. I love to drink <laughs> wine and eat food way too much. And then um, he just kind of got in my head that, you know, you're in the gym five days a week anyways. What would happen if you just put the diet to it? And that it really, it really was a number on a scale and how I looked in a bikini. All right. So tell us about your real world. Uh, my day job, I'm actually, I have a degree in interior design, but I am really focused on uh, software implementations for large corporate organizations that you'd be very familiar with, like Google, Microsoft. Yeah. Those are my main clients. All the, so, nerdy, all the nerdy stuff. <laughs> I am a very big nerd when it yeah. comes to that. Yes. That's one reason why you're so cool as well. <laughs> So a uh, little background, um, I've known Kim for quite a while. Um, we've done Savage Race together. We mountain bike together. We have a... Uh, Tried to be of, a ninja for yeah, a while. <laughs> you've done some Ninja Warrior stuff. We hosted a pageant together in Canada. We did. Yeah, went up. Uh, I, I got exported to Canada and uh, hosted yeah. a beauty pageant there. So you got the double-double there. Yeah, I got the double-double at Tim Horton. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> For the one other Canadian listening what's to the, the podcast. What's, what's, what's a, a double-double? A double-double. This happened. Tyson was trying to order a coffee, and the person in front of him ordered a double-double at Tim Hortons. And Tyson was like, what's a double-double? A double-double is a coffee with two creams and two sugars. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was fancy stuff, man. I thought yeah, it was it's double caffeine. It's not on the menu, though. So I thought it was like a secret, uh, like in and out, like an off-menu thing. I yeah. thought he was going to get like a hamburger or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> give me that. Give me a large coffee. And give me a that double, 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 double. Yeah. On the down low. Yeah. <laughs> the down low. <laughs> That's the different side of Tim Hortons. <laughs> Canadian jokes for two, two people. For, uh, yeah. So this podcast, our demographic is for the most part, fitness over 40 men and women. You are in your fabulous forties and rocking it hardcore and we just want a little insight on some things that you are now doing how you feel about it you can touch on uh we talked a little bit before the show maybe on uh body image factors things like that so just kind of your life fitness in the 40s and i guess a good place to start would be what you what you're doing now what programs you're doing what works for you we have it's our demographics mostly men but uh most of those men um love women or know a woman <laughs> So <laughs> they might learn something from me. Exactly. And, <laughs> and pass the knowledge on. We're all about sharing information um, and having our listeners email or tweet us and we'll, we'll send them more info from there. Yeah. So the big thing that I'm doing right now is, you know, in the past, I um, really was more focused again on really how I looked and the, I would work out because I was expecting a certain result. So I would be working out twice a day because I was expecting that I would lose weight and look a certain way. And when I, when I wasn't losing weight or when I wasn't seeing movement on the scale, it got really frustrating. Um, and, and I think a lot of people do this. They start a workout program. They don't see results right away. And then they think, well, why am I even doing this? I'm going to just go eat a cheeseburger or a pizza for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, right? So what does it matter? Why am I why am I depriving myself or putting myself through all of this and I'm not seeing any results? 
Um, and so as I've gotten older, I've really changed my mindset in terms of it not being so transactional in the way that I'm working out. So now I work out, I still work out with weights and um, I do very minimal cardio now where before I used to do like an hour of cardio a day, I maybe do 15 minutes of cardio a day. Um, but it's not so transactional. I'm actually working out because I like to work out and I feel better when I do it. And I just know that it's going to make me healthier in the long run. And the other thing is um, not just working out, um, like thinking, I think we often in our minds think we have to do a specific thing to for it to equal working out, meaning I have to go to the gym and lift weights for 30 minutes or get on the treadmill for a certain amount of time. And my perspective on that has also changed. Really any kind of movement can be a workout. And I think just like you have been doing lately, mountain biking has been a big thing that I really love right now. And so I think it's important to find things that you love to do and then just do those. Agreed. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of the same program that, that I'm on is making fitness exercise not really a chore. Um, yeah. It's something that you want to do. And the byproduct is, is results, better in shape, better cardio, um, lower cholesterol, um, lower your blood pressure. It all is a side effect of doing something that you love and you enjoy. And you're not, um, I think you're at the enjoyment of it. Isn't making it, you're not so stressed about trying to reach a certain way that you look or a number on the scale. You're right. The results are going to come because you're enjoying yourself and doing things that you love. And you actually are getting out there because you love doing that activity. I got, um, one thing we can kind of, uh, touch on is to kind of go jump into Chris's world here. Um, how do you feel or what are your thoughts on there's still the negative stereotype of women lifting weights? I know this is topic is talked a lot, but it's, it's very beneficial in my opinion. Do you agree or disagree? A hundred percent beneficial. I think the, the few things that are, I'm sure Chris sees this as well. I competed in fitness competitions for a long time and it was very difficult to, to put muscle mass on. So lifting weights is not going to turn you into a crazy, like muscly man looking type woman. That's not going to happen. It's difficult to put a significant amount of mass on like that. If you're not like taking supplements in air quotes. <laughs> um, so hundred percent it's, it's, um, it's hugely beneficial. And I think one of the other challenges I, that women struggle with is they don't, a lot of them don't know what to do when they get there. And so that's, I think, the biggest piece. And for me, I was the same way. I learned how to lift weights in my early 30s, but I hired a trainer to show me how to do that. And now when I go into the gym, I'm not intimidated by the muscle heads <laughs> in there because I know what to do and I know how to do it safely. I don't know if Chris has a similar experience with his clients. Well, that's why they come to me. I mean, basically the doctor, you know, they go to the doctor, they, they're you know, they're overweight and then they're borderline diabetic and they say, Hey, you need to start exercising. And they're like, well, shit, how do I, and they worked out since they're 20. So, I mean, you don't work out at 50 like you did at 20. And wow. so they walk in there and they see all the muscle heads and, you know, they, they start reading <clears throat> the magazines, which are actually geared more towards the millennials. And then they, you know, I don't believe we should be leaving the ground at 50, you know, on the joints. So I don't do a lot of body weight stuff, burpees and all the, call it fake 
training, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, get on the ground. Okay, come back up. Okay, get on the ground. Come. But the point is, is you know they they're doing it more for health reasons, more not for the vanity, but for the longevity. And they go in, they see these guys working out. You know, they. Sh- I don't believe that. Uh, you know, we don't recover as fast. And like you're saying before. All my most of my guys are going through sarcopenia after 30 and 40 years old. So they have to understand that, you know, their hormones are going to change. Their recovery is going to change. Their eating habits should change. And, uh, you know, I only do 30 minute workouts, but I do it more in a circuit style system. So we get their heart rate up. And instead of HIIT, high interval intermittent training, I call it HICT, which is, of course, high interval Chris training. That's, of course, what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug there. Did, did you? I thought like you were going to say the S H I T. What's that? Tell me what that is. I hadn't heard that one. Uh, <laughs> it's not an acronym. Oh, okay, good. So you're really saying what it is. So, like you say, it's uh, you know they they come in, they walk in, they don't know what to do, and uh, and then they get frustrated and walk out. You know, so and that's where I help them. I help them. You know know that you don't have to spend an hour in a gym anymore. It's, it's not about van anymore. It's, you know, it's really, it's about health and longevity and seeing your grandkids grow up when they, you know, I'm 52 years old and I have a five-year-old son. So that's one of my reasons. So my kids are 30 and 28. Benefits of that TRT replacement right there. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the benefits of (laughs) vigorous. That's a different, no, we, uh, Never mind, I won't say that. But it wasn't TRT. It was something else, you know. I know, I'm just giving you a hard time. I wish I did do TRT. My doctor, shit, I'm at 560. I'm like, come on, man. He's like, no, you're fine. <laughs> so I'm going to come in here as low one day. But to ask your question on the women thing, I, I, I want to jump on top of that. Like you said, women don't have what's needed to build big bulky muscles. They don't have the testosterone, okay? So women... As they get older, as they get more seasoned, what I say, I've never understood why they say, as we get older, we should walk. Okay, let me back that truck up a second. You're telling me that as I get older, I'm going to lose bone density, I'm going to lose muscle tissue, I'm going to lose muscle mass, I'm going to lose propio, I'm going to lose balance, I'm going to lose all the stuff, and you're going to tell me to walk? And the only thing that can really reverse sarcopenia is resistance training. And I do a lot of band resistance training, too. I don't do a lot of dumbbells anymore. And so... Like I say, Tyson and I are too different. I'm more of a <clears throat> banging and slanging kind of guy. Weights. Uh, I used to weigh 220. I'm a you know so 5'4", 220, squatting 700 pounds, benching 405. So it, that's my old world. And then I went to the mixed martial arts world. I still hope I have testosterone in me. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was a lot. You know, I, I watch Hallmark movies now. That's that's the scary part. It so. it has converted. It has converted over. Um, hey, I do want to ask you a question. Before you started all this, though, you know, started losing weight because weren't you, didn't you weren't you a little bit overweight? And you, and yeah, that's what was. started you. What made you start wanting to go work out? And how old were you when you started working out? Because uh, <laughs> for, well, being from Can- for everyone being from Canada, <laughs> we we went over this already, and uh, Chris had to step out. Because his gardening crew was there with the leaf blowers oh, and the lawnmowers. And so <laughs> I think oh. we are not going to edit this out because it's uh, it makes <laughs> it more more fun and more real that things happen when you're recording a show and we don't want to chop yeah. it all up. Uh, but Chris had to step out of the studio real quick. 
<laughs> we went over, the, gone over that. We went over this exact, exact question. Okay. Word for word. But in case somebody was listening and they ran Maybe out. somebody had to go outside and mow. Okay. <laughs> and, the and they didn't yeah. want to pause the podcast. Yes. Uh, so, Chris, I'll, I'll go over this real quick. Basically, um, Kim was overweight, hitting the age 30. That number freaked her out. She decided to get in shape, um, got in contact with a trainer, and then it, the love for fitness just kind of snowballed from there. Kim, did I sum it up properly? Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, it certainly helped that at the same time while I was going through that transformation, I um, was taking progress photos really to help me stay motivated so I could see that um, improvement. Because oftentimes, you know, we see ourselves every single day and we don't see those changes happening. Um, And I had submitted those photos (laughs) to a contest and I won. And then I got put on the cover of Oxygen Magazine. So that's really how I kind of catapulted into that fitness area um, in a grand fashion that typically doesn't happen. It was very lucky. <laughs> wow. No Photoshop, no anything, no nothing. <laughs> Not on those photos. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't even know if Photoshop was around then. No, it wasn't. In fact, I do remember one of my friends asking me if it, if it was photoshopped because they thought the Nike logo on my shorts was backwards, but they had yeah. just flipped. They had mirrored the photo for the cover. Yeah. yeah. That was the extent of their Photoshop flipping. Yeah. The if they photo. had Photoshop, they would have brushed out that Nike switch. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that was more proof that they did not have Photoshop at the time. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me about the Unstoppable program. That was... Yeah, so the Unstoppable program sort of transformed into this program called Bear Now. And really, it came to pass because I had really come to this point where I was really struggling with my body image. I hated how my body looked. And I was tired of, again, working out and seeing no results. And the whole Unstoppable and the Bear program really are a mindset, just a way of thinking about Um, all of the, like being thankful for your body and the things that it can do. Like I hated my legs because they were fat, but also my legs do all these amazing things for me. They allow me to like bike and run and hike. And um, what would I, you know, how, how would I do all those things if I didn't have these great legs, even though they don't look the exact way that I want them to look. Um, And so it's really just a, a whole mindset again, about loving the activities that you're doing and being thankful for our bodies the way they are, despite the fact that they may not look exactly the way that we look right now. So I coach women all around the world on this program, really just helping them, (laughs) really just helping them uh, kind of learn to embrace their bodies and activity um, and doing things they love. And then there's they're going to have this great life as a result. Cause I think a lot of women also think, Oh, I'm just get, as soon as I gain or lose 10 pounds, my life will be amazing. And they mm-hmm. put everything on hold and that's just bullshit. They, can I swear on here? Yeah, That's, <laughs> that's just bullshit. Of, yeah. You shouldn't need to put your, you, don't, you should never have to put your life on hold to do those things. You should be doing all those things and all of the rest will follow. It doesn't make you happy. I'll tell you right now and getting ready for shows <laughs> doesn't make you happy either. You yeah. did shows. I did six shows. You done, yeah. NPC shows. I mean, don't get around Tyson's me. Done shows too. Yeah, I have. Yeah, Tyson does some NPC. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that on a previous episode. So we've all got a little. Uh, <laughs> we've all got com- some experience there. Fitness NPC. Background. Yeah. 
Yeah. Chris did an amazing thing that works great on podcasts. He did a visual joke, uh, making us all laugh. Uh, what were you, what photo were you holding up there? Well, I don't know. She's talking about, well, can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. Her non-functional legs. Yeah. The non- <laughs> I was like looking at it going. So you, you were just have a, you scrolling have through. Issue. You were just scrolling through her Instagram there during the- No, it's on. It's, go to voidsdallas.com. It's, it's great shots. It's a great article on her. It's, I love this. She has a great story. That's what I love about it. It is a great story with lots of uh, twists and turns I, that you wouldn't, uh, yeah. you wouldn't expect. That's what I mean, makes Kimberly so great. Yeah, just uh, I mean, my whole thing is I want guys to stop looking at women from a physical standpoint, like you said. And <laughs> <laughs> that sounded very creepy the way you said that. <laughs> Wait, you like, say, how how like, do you want me? No, I'm saying like, look for you. Stop being the shallow how. No, stop the shallow how. And but it, sound- I mean, it seems much more acceptable to have a dad bod than to. Like how that is wrong. Then to wear I, mom jeans. I get so mad. What the the black little spandexes, and that's all they wear all day long. The pregnant pants all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we Who's talking about those? Men, are, or men women? or women? Yeah. Who are you talking? About? Is that the dad bod look? Like they're no. I'm talking about the women. They just walk around in the little black oh, spandex. Like, it's like yoga every, pants. It's what, yeah, it's what they wear everywhere, and they just hold everything up. It's just. But I don't like, I do not like the dad's bod. I wrote an article on your dad's bod is hurting your kids. And the reason I wrote this article is I said, look, number one, stop making the excuse that you don't have time, number one, because it's 80% nutrition. So I don't care if you, <laughs> if you can't get to the gym, that's fine, but you, you can control your food intake, right? But if the kids, if, if dad, if the kids walk, the dad eating, sitting on the couch eating bong bongs and he's not going outside and exercising, and he's playing video games and he's doing all this stuff. Well, the kid sees that and he's not taking him outside and the dad's overweight and the son and the kids usually, when you can go to the mall and you can see kids, you can see the parents and you can separate the kids and the parents and you can see which kid belongs to which parents just by looking at the parents. If they're heavy and overweight, the kids are heavy and overweight. Now, unfortunately, 90% of the kids are heavy and overweight now, but that's not, but before when I was younger, you would, that's how you would. So I'm really, I'm really anti-dad bod. Uh, I don't like that excuse uh, being 52. I understand hormones. I understand it's harder, you know, and I understand yeah. this thing called life, but you, you, I mean, if it's important to you and, and important to your family, I mean, you gotta, you gotta do it. You know, I get up at four o'clock in the morning just so I can get it done, you know? Maybe there needs to be a uh, a new program or a shift in fitness education on height weight proportion. No, no <laughs> height weight proportion. What because do you, mean? you wouldn't be dad. You wouldn't be if, if your if your body was height and weight proportion. You wouldn't be dad bod. You wouldn't be overweight. You would you would have a uh, like a bell curve of what weight you should be at for your height. You know? No, I can't. No, it should be. Uh, it should be percentages. I mean, you know, you can be. I'm five four, weigh 185 pounds, but I don't have Dunlap disease. You know, I mean, so. Yeah, but if you're looking at percentages, like BMI would say you're. I'm obese. I'm obese. I'm yeah. obese, but that's insurance. That's for insurance. That has nothing to do with what it should be. You know, I'm supposed to be five four, 150 pounds. <laughs> I've been 150 pounds since 
Freshman <laughs> since, in high school. Since third grade. <laughs> well, no, I was not a heavy kid. I was just an early maturization kid. I never. Oh, was, I matured when I early. He had a, he had I, a must, mustache in third grade. I did. I, 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 I grew so in hormones. eight years old, nine years old, and I quit, I quit growing at ninth grade. <laughs> Me too, Chris. Me too. See? But I'm also 5'4. <laughs> yeah, we need to have you guys well, hold on. back to back. The problem is, is I'm a guy. <laughs> hey, my dad. Hey, so let me just throw this out there. All right. I'm the tallest person in my family. Tyson can attest to this. He's met my my family. Yeah. My dad is 5'2", and my mom is 4'11". Um, so I understand small parents. I actually got asked once if my parents were small people. Small people, like they were midgets. <laughs> really? They were, saying, they were in the LP world. It's because you you outgrew them so fast. Oh. You, were in, you were in you were in ninth grade, towering, driving them around. That's right. <laughs> but but there is a certain. I think you touched on something. There is. I mean, I saw my parents being very inactive when I was a kid, and that also drew, that kind of. Um, led me to be a lot more active because I didn't want to be that way. So I think there, you know, there's the flip side of that where, yes, you can see families where the kids uh, are not active because the parents aren't active. But I had the total opposite. It was sort of the total opposite effect with mm -hmm. my family. My parents were not active at all, not sporty at all. In fact, my dad, I don't even think likes sports, but I was so adamant that I didn't want to be overweight and sedentary that I was out there kind of maybe overdoing it on the far other end of the scale, but sure. But when we were growing up too, we had more, we, we, we worked out more. I mean, we had gym, we had things. I don't even think they have gym anymore, you know, but now it's like they take them to Canes or they take them to all these fast food restaurants. And, you know, the, the, the parents are both working. They take them to fast food restaurants or eating fast food. It's late. So, that's kind of what I get. That's what kind of, uh, you know, the, I do a thing on fitness. For, I do a, a family fitness Friday where I walk around uh, a lake or my son and I go in the woods and go uh, exploring. And I do a podcast. I do a, a Facebook, on, a FaceTime on it, right? It's like, here's me and my son. He's five years old. We're at the creek. We're at the lake. Get out of the house. Stop freaking playing the video games. You know, put down the phone and spend spend an hour out in nature with your kids you know chris let's make that a group event you could uh make it a facebook event and just have a whole group come out and we could do a podcast episode on uh you and your uh fa family friday walk in the woods family friday i call it family fitness friday family okay, okay. yeah family fitness yeah. friday uh walk. dad bod, dad bod yeah. at the dad bods we should do that. If you're interested in doing a family fitness Friday, send send us an email at askdfwfitnesszone at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter uh, at the fitness zone. Um, and I think we can make that happen. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. We got a place we'll go out in Coppell. It's at the place called Core. Walk around the lake. It's got, yeah, email us if you want to do it. I'm I'll out video. there every Friday. I'm I'll out videotape every, it. Every Friday, 530. Awesome. And then we'll, then we'll videotape Tyson on his bike because there's actually bike trails back there in the back. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to videotape it. I'll cruise by on my mountain bike, get some nice, smooth, steady video. 
we'll make yeah. a whole uh we'll make a whole thing about it and this could be a thing you could springboard a family fitness program off of this event kim we totally hijacked your episode now we're talking about family hey, fitness friday i'm in i like family fitness friday yeah, we can. But we can bring the the females. It's out. the Is new your... happy hour. It's the new happy hour. There we go, and we could have uh, a meet Kimberly Castle as a, a photo opportunity for pe- families to come out and take a picture with Kim. <laughs> and you could have your tiara on. I'll wear my tiara. Yeah, no, I think we'll get more people for that than my Fit Friday family. <laughs> no, she's gonna be part of it. We're combining That's these right. ideas. Yeah, and then and they actually have a little boot camp, and the guys are actually with their little groups, and they're doing boot camps and stuff. We can get them and jump in and make them. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys, um, we're a little short on time today because I have to jump out to uh, San Angelo. I'm doing a show tonight, um, but I want to kind of put a nice little bow on this. Um, Kim, I just want to kind of like your thoughts and feedback, and maybe kind of wrap this up with. Um, some oversight, some thought on fitness over 40, fitness in your 40s. Um, any advice or tips that you may have for anybody listening to the podcast, um, especially a woman that's listening and wants to start her fitness journey? Maybe she's at that tipping point where you were when you were 30 and she's like, I need to get this going. Um, just any, any, any yeah. quick tidbits on that? Yeah, a couple things. If you if you want to learn to lift weights, just get help. Like somebody like Chris can help you learn and just make sure you're doing it safely. Um, I think lifting weights is really important as we get older. Uh, the more muscle mass we have, the more fat we burn. So that's always a <laughs> a big motivator. And then just do something you love, uh, whether it's yoga, whether it's getting out on your bike, you know, going for a hike with your friends. Family Fitness Friday, whatever go. it might be, just get out there and do something. Just get moving. Uh, any kind of movement really is a workout. We don't need to have to like be slugging away in the gym for hours to make it be a workout. And then lastly, hormones are always a big issue for women. Get your hormones checked. That could be men too, actually. So that could be something that you want to just get checked to make sure your hormones are all balanced if you're struggling with um carrying some extra weight and you don't understand why it's one of the main things i mean when we go through menopause men go through menopause we're all gonna go through hormonal changes after the age of 30 40 i tell my guys i said i gotta see your they all have to be checked you know because i don't want them to waste their time if something's off if you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah before they before they start a fitness program with you chris you have everybody get uh properly screened and seen by their doctor before they start their fitness regimen yeah, I mean, they, I got to see their C panel. I got to see what's going on with them, you know, internally, but also hormonally, I see what's going on too. Awesome. Are right, you had an amazing guest today, Kimberly Castle? Uh, KimberlyCastle.com. That's Kimberly with a K, Castle with a C. Um, Kim House, can everybody um, find you or see things that you have going on with uh, maybe the bear program or um, other fitness aspects? Yeah, you can see me on Instagram, Kimberly.Castle, or on Facebook, just Kimberly Castle, Kimberly Castle on Twitter as well. Just Kimberly Castle. Yeah, Kimberly up. Castle, the one and only from Canada. <laughs> Thanks she for having the, me, guys. She, she is the best. All right, round of applause, outro for the wonderful and beautiful Kimberly Castle. And today's episode is brought to you by Gava for Men, powered by Testafin. Gava for Men is a safe, powerful, effective, and designed to help you increase your circulation and blood flow. 
Gava for men is a natural anabolic enhancer that burns away stubborn belly fat, restores lost energy, and even helps you build more lean muscle. More importantly, Gava for men can help you get back that confidence you need for better physical and mental performance at work, home, and in the bedroom. So optimize your physical performance, build stronger, leaner muscles, improve your mood, and feel younger and stronger with Gava for men, powered by Testofen. That's Gava, spelled K-A-V-L-A. That's Gava, K-A-V-L-A. Find it online, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Amazon. Just Google it up, Gava for Men, or go to gavafermen.com. And also, guys, if you want to be a sponsor of this show, you always can. We got another sponsor. It's called the Highlands Performance Golf Center, and they're in North Dallas. It's, it is the premier golf practice facility. They have 65 grass tees, two practice putting greens, a short game area, a bunker area with two types of sand. So if you're looking for a fa- place to bring your family, bring your friends, Take your kids, get out of the house, or a team build event. They do have an 18 hole mini golf course. They have uh, covered and heated tees. So, rain, sleet, or snow, you can always get your practice in year round. They just added a new indoor putting area with all the new technology. They have a PGA professionals on staff uh, to get your game where it needs to be. Also, they have a TPI certified golf fitness instructor, which is me, Chris Ombi, chrisombi.com to help get your body in shape for the perfect golf swing. We're located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. So make sure you tell them that the Fitness Zone, the Fitness Zone sent, sent them, sent you. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. That's highlandspgc.com. All right, guys, that's this episode. Send us an email and hit us up on Twitter. Share, like, go follow Kimberly Castle on the interwebs. Uh, lots of interesting reading on her. One more time, thank you for our guest today, Kimberly Castle. Yay! Outro, Tim, play that outro music. DSP Media, we'll see you next time on the Fitness Zone. <laughs>